Welcome to Get Together, a community podcast for fans where we cover all things games, entertainment, and technology exclusively on the GET Network. I'm your host, Showtime, and I'm here along with my good friend, Buddha. What's good, Buddha? Yo, what's going on, everybody? I hope everybody doing good. I hope everybody had a great week like I did. You already know how we doing out here. Hey, yes, sir. And we can't thank you enough for setting aside some of your time to be with here with us today. Together, we'll be bringing you the latest about games, entertainment, and tech from all around the world. This is episode eight, and on this week's episode, we'll be talking about trouble in Xbox land, trouble in paradise in Disneyland, and Apple trying to stay in the competition, and much, much more. So whether you're a gamer, a movie TV buff, or a tech geek, Get Together is the podcast for you. So what have you been up to, Buddha? How you been? I've been doing good, man. I'm doing good. You already know. Um, playing a lot of games. I'm still in Xenoblade Definitive Edition on the Switch. And I'm alternating between the usual Madden 2Ks and a little bit of trying to hit my backlog. So I'm tackling Final Fantasy 16 right now. Okay, How about you? Okay. How about you? Uh, my week has been a little rough. I caught a nail in my tire this week. Uh, blew up my whole tire. Glad I didn't spin out or crash or anything like that. So I'm a little grateful. <laughs> um, no but way. besides that, yeah, yeah, it's been a crazy week for me. But uh, besides that, uh, I've been good trying to catch up on that backlog. I finished Stray finally. I cannot believe it. Um, I've also been playing Netflix Mobile SpongeBob. Uh, I'm playing Silent Hill, the short message. I finished that. Uh, PS4 graphics. Again, we talked about that last EP. It wasn't that great for me. So, um, yeah, I finished that. I finished Prince of Persia, uh, the demo. That was great. Uh, Alan Wake 1, we talked about it. I finished that, the remaster. And um, I've been on my Coin Masters, uh, which is a mobile game. And, um, yeah, I've been I've been having a ball besides that. <laughs> So um That's crazy. yeah so so yeah any any new movies or TV shows you've been watching lately? Uh TV shows I finished Reacher. Um, okay. On Amazon, Amazon Prime. Yeah. That, that was yeah. that was actually great season 2 of Reacher. It was great. Okay. And movies uh I started on Amazon too. TV-wise I'd started on Mr. and Mrs. Smith and okay. movies um trying to tackle some old movies. I'm still stuck in the early 2000s with the hey, movies and everything. Hey. Okay, okay. Um, I'm actually uh, trying to backlog myself on Lucifer. So I started Lucifer from season one all over again. Because uh, I was missing me some Lucifer. Fire. Yeah, yeah. Facts, facts. Um, My Hero Academia. Um, catching up on the newest seasons. And I actually just started uh, the Percy Jackson and the Olympians. So... Yeah, it's been fire so far. They come mm. from New York, went through Port Authority, and right now I'm at the point where they're in Trenton, New Jersey. So hey, I'm kind of hyped. Jersey. Shout out Jersey. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. Yeah, we, we are. Oh. We are. Percy yeah. is amazing. I love yeah. Percy. Love Percy. Yeah. Uh, any new tech that you've dabbled in lately or want to get into? Not that I can think of. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Nah, I, I want to dabble into a new PC, to be honest. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my, the way my pockets is talking, they're like, it's no PC yeah. in your future, buddy. 
Yeah, that's a fact. Two grand for a nice PC nowadays, and I don't got it right now. <laughs> yeah, especially with the the new 4080 Supers out there. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. enticing. Definitely, definitely. Well, we're going to get on to our first topic of the day, which is gaming. And we're going to start off with our first article, which is Xbox going multi-platform. Yes, you heard that, multi-platform. And, um, yeah, it's been kind of crazy lately. Um, Phil Spencer just recently dropped a tweet saying, we listen and we hear you. And uh, we've been planning a business update event for next week where we look forward to sharing more details with you about our vision for the future of Xbox. Stay tuned. So, yeah, I mean, it's a lot going on. Uh Xbox bought that Activision Blizzard. Uh, layoffs have been going off. The FTC is mad at Xbox currently, which is breaking news. That why are they firing people after they just bought this new company? But apparently, that uh, uh, FTC didn't know about was was that Activision was already laying off people prior to Xbox even buying Activision, which is is, is wild. Like we're living in a, in, in a wild time right now. Right. I mean, you just look at the market of video games in general. Um, I believe they did a, a numbers count and they said something along the lines of in 2023 alone, there was mm-hmm. 6,000 to 10,000 layoffs. And in yeah. January by itself of 2024, we're almost already at the levels of the entire 2023 and yeah. the year just started. Um, and also about the FTC and Xbox. The FTC, they already know this thing. Bobby Kodak came on the stand and even said that, mm-hmm. hey, if we don't get this merger, more than likely, mm-hmm. we're going to have to do layoffs anyway. And on top of that, um, if you do the research, Activision for the past two years went from 10,000 employees to 7,000 employees, just like every other tech company that came out after COVID, they had that big rush of hirings and everything like that. And as you yeah. see, a lot of companies, well, majority of tech companies are out here firing people and laying yeah. them off. Yeah, they are. They are, which is the crazy part, even though these numbers are still high. Xbox, for the first time ever, has had multiple players playing their games after of course we have to add an activision blizzard and king because you know mobile uh consoling and pc gaming so they've had the highest number that they've ever had yeah, which is going to get crazy. more they're going to get more with indiana jones and with you know starfield mm-hmm. and with the talk of xbox going multi-platform you know, Phil Spencer saying that, hey, we're going to tell everybody what's going on next week, um, mm-hmm. what I think is going on. I think, yeah, uh, Activision is going to be a third party. And I yeah. think Bethesda is going to be a third party. Mm-hmm. But I believe everything else underneath the actual Xbox Studios, because you see Microsoft has Microsoft Gaming at the top. And then underneath that, there's Xbox yeah. Studios that has a bunch of their other studios like, um, you know, the the three four threes and the playground games and the, the Forza team turn ten and mm-hmm. on the other side you have Activision which is his own entity and Zenimax which owns Bethesda they're their own entities so I believe they're just gonna keep those publishers as they were and mm-hmm. continue for them to be publishers as third party publishers to publish everywhere 
and you just have to pay $70 if you're not playing it on Xbox and have Game Pass. And that way they could try to have their cake and eat it too and mm -hmm. recoup some of that money that they might be losing on a offside to help fund some other Game Pass exclusive Game Pass games and Game Pass endeavors. Yeah, but you say that, but some of these Xbox fanboys are not completely happy with that. I had to actually call one out on Twitter and tell him to stop the cap. Stop the cap. Stop the cap. Stop the cap. Because listen, man, listen. There was a person who went out on Twitter and was like, oh, I burned down my Xbox because I'm so mad that Xbox is going third party. Bro, first of all, I had to go out on Twitter and tell this Xbox fanboy that he's sitting there capping. You're capping. You did not destroy your Xbox. You did not. And I got the community notes on this guy. You know why? Because you were capping, sir. You were capping. You did How'd not you burn down How'd your you Xbox. find out he was capping? Okay, so I found out he was capping, right? So when the Xbox Series X and S originally dropped along with the PlayStation 5, people were smoking vapors into their Xbox and it was going viral. And, you know, Xbox and PlayStation had to come out and say, hey, you know, don't do that. And don't sniff your consoles and, and all this crazy stuff. We were Facts. living in a wild time during Facts. COVID. We were living in a wild time. And um, I seen this article saying um, that, you know, somebody um, Xbox had short circuited it from them doing that. So it was I was already, you know, watching the news and seeing what was happening. So once I was like, whoa, I've seen this somewhere before. I've seen this picture somewhere before. So I was like, hold on, let me go go back and do the research on it. And I was like, yo, this guy is capping. So I went to go take the original post and post it on his Twitter. I was like, bro, you're you're capping right now. You're capping. <laughs> you did not destroy your Xbox. Nope. These fanboys out here lying, Buddha. Yep. They out here lying. For our audio listeners, um, we have a tweet of the alleged assailant. And he put a picture on his Twitter account with a melted Xbox, essentially. And what Shotan did is he did the research, went back in time, and found the actual article where that picture is exactly from. And the article title is, Here's How an Xbox Series S Looks Like After a Short Circuit. Um, this Crazy. was from Xputer. Xputer, yep. yep. And it got the community notes popping now. And everybody's telling this man he's a bunch of cap. He's a bunch of, you're a capper. Whoever this guy is, I hope everybody keeps calling you out because you're such a capper and you should not be part of the Xbox community because you're going to sit here and cap. Don't even don't even say nothing when Phil Spencer comes back and says we're not going third party. I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to hear it. Yeah, they're not, there's, there's, I'm going to say 80% chance. You're 80% chance you're not going to see the Halo 4s or Gears on Xbox, but I mean on P on PlayStation or Nintendo, but 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 you don't mm. become a trillion dollar company by not using all your resources to their max potential. Right. So for me, right. if it was me, all right, mm -hmm. I would not give PlayStation the Master Chief Collection, but what mm. I would give them is individual copies of. Halo 1, 2, and 3 for sale. Or maybe just bundle those three remasters up for sale since mm -hmm. they're essentially two, three oh, generations hey. behind. Yeah, exactly. You know? So I'm cool with giving them 
legacy games so that mm-hmm. way you could be like hey oh wow i actually like halo one two and three i want to play whatever the new halo is and in order mm-hmm. to do that i have to get either a game pass or xbox or both right um right. so that way you could definitely have your cake and eat it too mm-hmm. but um bethesda starfield i would assume is going yeah. to be on playstation eventually yeah um I want to let all our listeners know the rumors currently right now is that on PlayStation 5, Gears of War will be dropping, Indiana Jones will be dropping, Hi-Fi Rush will be dropping, Sea of Thieves will be dropping, and Starfield will be dropping on PlayStation 5. And right now, all the fanboys are out to play. Yeah, I don't... uh, The Gears of War thing... I mean, it does follow my two-generation rule because that came out mm-hmm. on the 360 and we're two generations behind that. So I don't yeah. see no harm, or not no, I don't see much harm in packaging Gears 1, 2, and 3 together and selling that for $70, $80 on PlayStation. Yeah. And then when Gears 6 comes out on the Xbox, you're going to want to play that and you need an Xbox and a Game Pass for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I also also noticed that um, in October of 2023, Phil Spencer says, and quotes, Xbox is a community of players, so it's important to build a community of players for the brand for a variety of platforms, which gives the community and the brand even more strength. Just as we think of ROG Ally and the Steam Deck, and as part of the Xbox community, we need to think of many Nintendo Switch and PlayStation users as part of the Xbox community in the future. End quote. All facts. All facts. Again, Hi-Fi Rush on the Switch makes sense. If they make a new banjo, mm. it makes sense. Um, sea of Thieves is a multiplayer game. If it was me, every multiplayer game would be everywhere on every system in existence. Mm. All multiplayer games should be everywhere. That way I can recoup all the microtransactions mm. for every single, you know, game sold yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But I remember there was a quote Phil Spencer said when he was on trial, and he said that basically every game that we put on Sony's platform, they take 33%. And with that 30%, they use that money to fund other games to not come to place to Xbox. Yeah. So you're still, if you're putting that on, what they're doing right now is essentially say, hey, we'd rather give up that 30% because now that we have Activision, um, all that extra microtransaction money is going to offset itself, and we rather have that microtransaction money than have no microtransaction money at all. So giving up thirty percent to Sony is, right. you know, it's a hard pill to swallow, but we, we'll do it to get that extra mm-hmm. billion plus dollars out there. I mean, I feel like Xbox is already going everywhere. They already uh, Xbox is already in Samsung televisions, which allows you to stream without a console. So why is it so unheard of, Buddha, to say Xbox is going multi-platform? Like it's already being able to stream on a television without a console. So why is this such a hard pill for people to swallow right now? You think? Because people are still enriched into the actual plastic box persona of it all, and I need this plastic box as my gatekeeper to the access of these 10% of games that I can't get anywhere else. And Mm -hmm. what Microsoft is saying is saying, hey, we want, instead of 200 million people, we want to reach 2 billion people. And in order to reach 2 billion people, we got to meet them where they're at. And where they're at is mobile 
and mm-hmm. on their screen and not paying $500 for a box. So mm-hmm. they're doing whatever they can to break those barriers down to get you into their ecosystem. Because now it's not mm-hmm. about the console. Xbox is an ecosystem, a platform in itself. So they yeah. want Xbox to be synonymous with gaming and Microsoft, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, so when you think Xbox, you don't think the actual box. It's ironic that it's had the word box in it. Yeah. But yeah. when you they don't want you to think about the box essentially. They just want to think about wherever you're at, you can play Xbox. Yeah. That's that's their thinking. So we'll see how yeah. it goes. I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, PlayStation has already copyrighted their, you know, PlayStation 6, PlayStation 7, PlayStation 8, I believe, um, and other countries and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure that they don't want to get rid of a box, but I believe that Xbox is going to drop out of the race of being the most powerful console and maybe just, you know, being the most affordable console. Because again, you do have all these ROG allies out here. You do have Nintendo Switch out here. You have PlayStation, you have PC, um, most powerful PCs out here. So why do you really need a box? Yeah, and then it leads to our next topic where there's a possible ha- Xbox handle handheld out there. And this yeah. comes from Windows Central Gaming. They said, quote, could Microsoft make an Xbox handheld? Which was liked mm-hmm. by Phil Spencer himself on Twitter. But then he mm-hmm. quickly took the like back, obviously, because he saw yeah. the firestorm that, hey, oh my God, they kind of yeah. know what's going yeah. on. No, it was rapid fire. And he quickly took that like back, like quickly. Like it was like, like, and then everybody saw it. Everybody. Everybody got that screenshot. You want to think it just, it just makes the most logical sense. Because right now Steam Deck is taking everybody's lunch. What they're doing is they're, they have their exclusives on Steam, Mm -hmm. which is games that are exclusive to PlayStation, I mean to PC. And Mm -hmm. they have PlayStation exclusives because those games from PlayStation, like Spider-Man, Horizon, mm. God of War, those are also yeah. on Steam. Yeah. So you get right. the PlayStation experience. And Xbox, Xbox releases their games day one on Xbox mm. and PC and Steam. Yeah. So guess what? They have Xbox exclusives too. Yeah. So sneakily, the Steam Deck created the ultimate console. And mm-hmm. it has Xbox scrambling. Like, hey, how the hell? We didn't figure this out. And we didn't do this. And yeah. now that they have Activision under their belt, um, you could mm-hmm. think of it in a way as like, hey, we're the gatekeepers for the multiplayer realm, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. You need to have a Microsoft account, Microsoft store, whatever it is, to maximize your experience with our games. And I think that's what Xbox is going to do. Game Pass is going to be the definitive way you play games whether it be on your $500 box, your $500 handheld, your $300 box, your $200 tablet. Um, Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter because either way, as long as you're playing the game, you're engaged and... Hopefully. I mean, I, I will say they got to figure out something because Android and Apple, they're kind of fighting, you know, the whole cloud gaming thing. And we only have this limited amount of power that we can actually cloud game. And it, it's not 100 percent. So I figure I feel like, you know, Xbox definitely has to figure out something. And not again, not everybody likes Windows, which made Steam so great mm-hmm. because it's not it's not Windows. You know, I feel like Windows it has 
I don't know, this negative connotation. Yeah, like limitations. limitation, negative connotation for everybody. But also, my, Microsoft didn't want to be the ones to basically spend the money to try mm -hmm. that market out. So you use their partners like Asus mm -hmm. and um, Lenovo, have them make yeah. their handhelds, and you see how expensive it is. The difference between if Xbox was to make a first-party handheld, it would be subsidized, meaning um, the ROG Ally is six, $700. The Legion yeah. is seven, $800. The Xbox handheld mm -hmm. will be no more than $400. Yeah. So yeah. because they know they're going to recoup their money from either microtransactions and you buying games from the Xbox store. Yeah. I mean, I will say they got to figure something out. Um, rather it's, you know, putting maybe Microsoft offices on these devices without it actually running slow or, you know, again, we know that Xbox is in, in charge of that whole AI thing now. So rather we're getting some free AI stuff or I don't know. I feel like Xbox has to do something. So they have the money. They can do it. It's not like they're going to lose money. They're what? A $6 billion company now uh, from lately. So, so what's there to lose? Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it. Um, the Windows Store has mm -hmm. everything you just explained. Also, they have the Netflixes, the other apps like yeah. calculator. Without it, Notepad. without it slowing down your device though, and without it taking up too much space. Like that's always the thing: too much, not having enough space, and these things actually slowing you know these handhelds down. So yeah, they need to make a either a Xbox operating system or a Windows Lite mode inside mm -hmm. Windows 12 that can run yeah. on these powerful handhelds. Because I tell you what, Sony is definitely going to make a handheld now. And when this Switch yeah. 2 drop mm. and the Steam Deck 2 happens, when that Steam Deck 2 happens, if Xbox and Sony don't have their handheld either announced or ready to ship, that they're going to be in the Come world over. of hurt. They're gonna be in a world of hurt, so mm. um, I'm interested to see where where yeah. things go. Um, but we're still gonna talk about Xbox and PlayStation because yeah. X, yeah. there's rumors that Xbox has been buying up a bunch mm -hmm. of PS5 dev kits. And for our audio listeners out there, um, we have some pictures of the official P PlayStation 5 dev mm -hmm. kits out there that you can see. So there's yeah. reports going around that Xbox has been investing in PlayStation 5 dev kits because they will be moving all all their games to mm -hmm. PlayStation. I don't believe all, but yeah. hey, I mean I don't believe all either. I mean they own Activision Blizzard now, which is in charge of Call of Duty. You want to bring Call of Duty to all devices. He's been saying this. Phil Spencer Ben said this. He wants to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo Switch. I don't know if it's going to be able I don't know if Nintendo Switch is going to be able to run Call of Duty. Nintendo but he Switch wants to be bring uh, maybe possibly 100% can. I, and listen, I'm, I'm telling you right it, now. Until we see it, Call of Duty this perfectly. year, this year's Call of Duty will ha be running on the Switch to the PS5 Pro. How's it gonna look the though? Xbox. How's it gonna look though? It's gonna run 1080p <laughs> 60, and on TV, it's gonna be 1440 to 4K 60 mm. using NVIDIA DLSS. You heard it. Mm. I mean, I I, I want to see it. I want to see it. I I really do. I hope that Nintendo can bring it. You know. And um, again, we're talking about these dev kits right now. So 
So, I mean, we'll see. They have it. They do have it. There's nothing wrong with Xbox having these dev kits. Everybody can stop all that mess. Well, oh, they're bringing all their games over to PlayStation. And that's why they have these dev kits. No, because they're bringing, they're bringing these games, like Call of Duty, which is a big game, to all these devices. So, why wouldn't, you know, they not have these dev kits? It makes no and sense to me. Honestly, I don't even think that it was essentially PlayStation 5 dev kits. I think it was PlayStation 5 Pro dev kits that were mm. talked about. And I say that because I'm pretty sure the Call of Duty team, since mm. they have been, since PlayStation has been the lead platform on Call of Duty, yeah. I'm pretty sure the Call of Duty team had PS5 Pros on deck for yeah. a while yeah. now. And when Microsoft finally got fully entrenched in Activision, I'm sure they looked at the numbers and they said, wow, y'all make a lot of money. All of Activision, mm. y'all make a lot of money with the PlayStation install base. So the Microsoft money makers, they're like, hey, we make we make a trillion dollars, but we can make it to $4 trillion if we do what we got to do. And yeah. on next week, they're going to do what they got to do because Phil Spencer said, this isn't a game update. This is a business update with Xbox. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. So with all this business news, I hope to see this is a successful business meeting that they will be bringing us next week. I can't wait to see it. I know Ooh. we'll be tuning in. Yep. And what else I would like to see? I would like to see some likes and subscribes from everybody out there. We appreciate yeah. it. We need it. Facts. We want it. Facts. Um, yes, that sir. little button down there, it takes two seconds. Just press the button. Press a little notification. They call it yes, the noties. A little noties out there. Let me get some noties. And Yay. thanks for watching. We appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So now we're going to dive into um, entertainment. So first we have Disney, which is investing $1.5 billion in Epic to create a persistent universe tied to Fortnite. Crazy. Yep. Craziness. $1.5 billion is craziness. Talk to us. Talk to us. Um, this is huge because Epic is already 30% owned by Tencent. And mm. even though Disney put up $1.5 since mm. Epic is a private company, they don't have to disclose actually how much percentage $1.5 of the company is. Um, mm. So we don't technically know. But yeah. Disney has been working with Epic for a very long time, ever since yeah. the Star Wars movies with J.J. Abrams. Yeah. They collaborated with Sony and Epic and Disney and created the volume. That's what they use mm -hmm. for Mandalorian and the Lion King yeah. and all those exactly. other things. Those We've experiences. already seen like little snippets of, you know, this stuff already in Fort like, like baby Yoda and, and stuff like that. So I know Disney like had something coming, uh, but not as big as 1.5 billion. <laughs> yeah. But 1.5 billion is more. So it, do you remember the PS3 where they had the PlayStation home? Where you have like a little avatar, yeah. your little apartment. Right, yeah, the little avatar, right. yeah. And you ever watch the movie Ready Player One? Dude, yeah. Dude, like, this is what they're investing in. Whatever okay. Epic showed them, for whether it be Unread and Six or whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. they believed in it so much that, you know, Meta, Zuckerberg, has been spending billions and billions and billions of dollars trying to create the metaverse. Um, yeah. Epic 
essentially has it in Fortnite. That's the platform everybody uses. Everybody has different skins of different characters already. You have concerts inside of Fortnite already. Like Fortnite is a platform. Mm -hmm. They had that Lego collaboration. So you could do Lego building. They have the creative, the creator mode. So think about a world where you're dressing up as Iron Man, building Cinderella's castle. Yeah. Um, you know, like <laughs> they about to have Moana running around in Fortnite. <laughs> exactly. And the the water around Cinderella's castle is gonna have oh, Stitch man. just chilling, yeah. chilling right there. So yeah, the, they're trying to make an all encompassing 3D, 4D world where mm -hmm. you live in and use their characters and their experiences to essentially heighten everything mm. else that they're doing. So they're basically planting the flag for what they're doing with the theme parks in real life. They're yeah. creating the virtual version of those in right. Unreal Engine with Epic. So this is this is a huge thing. This is huge. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. I mean, me personally, I'm still going to be running around in my limited edition Travis Scott skin, killing everybody in uh, <laughs> Fortnite, Disney. I'm just saying, but... I think this is definitely dope for little kids and every adult to want to play with their kids, um, exactly. to be Cinderella. Like it's it's definitely gonna be a great time for them. I, I mean, and are they gonna have Donald, Goofy, and Mickey out here with AK forty seven storm Molotovs? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I don't, I think, don't so. think so. But I mean, no. it looks it looks animated. It doesn't really look yeah. real. So maybe, possibly, I don't know. I can't call it. Yeah, but again, I didn't see. The, didn't know they have a Superman skin and he's out there shooting people with rocket launchers and everything. They so, have everything. I yeah, swear. Anything's Fortnite possible. is like to, the, 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 the multiverse. Like for real, the real multiverse is Fortnite. Metaverse, I've been saying baby. this for, for, yeah, the metaverse. Like I've been saying this for the longest. Like I think but, honestly, the last of us is going to end up coming to Fortnite. Like, oh, psh, by season two, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. They also notice in their title they call they don't say metaverse because that name comes with some stigma because of Facebook and they basically failed the past three four mm. years so yeah. they call this a persistent universe. Okay, this is, that's what this Disney is. This is the persistent universe. Right. Okay, so, okay, um, yeah, yeah. With and also with that, I'm they announced that they lost one point three million subscribers on Disney mm -hmm. Plus. Because yeah. of the price increases, um, hey. I mean, I think they'll get that right back, though. I think they'll get that back. I think it's nothing. I mean, I mean, they also said right. that be due to the price increases, they was able to, mm. you know, cut the losses by three hundred million. So a win is a win. That's that's mm. basically what they were saying. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Whoever wants to be on that platform is going to be on that platform. Whoever's going to support Disney is going to support Disney. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no beat in Disney, man. Like, the whole governor of Florida, Rob DeSantis, is trying to get at them, and it's not happening. I'm just saying, it's not happening. Disney is going to be Disney. Facts, <laughs> you know facts, what I'm saying? Facts. Like, and, and, you know, I think Bob Iger uh, uh, was always saying, like, you know, he's he's going to be the one to put in the time. He's not going to get left behind. He's going to be the one to shake rooms. Facts. So. I believe it. Oh, hard mm. What else? What else is sailing in for Disney? What else Disney got? Um, Disney got this crazy endeavor where 
they say that they are combining ESPN, mm-hmm. Fox Sports, and Warner Brothers Discovery, which has turning, you know, like inside the NBA and everything like that. Yeah. They want to make yeah. that into one big streaming app for your go-to sports. And I believe yeah. that's that's humongous. That's that's, that's humongous. Very humongous. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, Yo. That's humongous. Um, I mean, as long as just if, if you can keep the price right, because my point right now is prices are just out of control for everything. Inflation is crazy. I don't care what the president of the United States is saying. Inflation is crazy everywhere. And um, I feel like as long as the prices are right, combining ESPN, Fox Sports, and TNT, it, it could be great as long as the price is right. Yeah. I mean, whatever this is, this is nothing less than $30 a month. Yeah. Easily. $30. Yeah. But for what they're saying is this is going to be where you want to get your football, basketball, mm-hmm. baseball, all tennis, all sports. Right. This is going to be your main home. Um, but yeah. also, if you notice that there is no CBS or NBC mm-hmm. exactly. as part of this. Um, exactly. NBC already has their deals with their NBA own streaming app. Stuff, so CBS yeah. got their own streaming app. Um, um, also too, you got the Hulu, you got the YouTube. So, like, there's so much competition out here. So, how are you really going to, you know, define yourself to me, at least? Yeah. They also said that. Disney, well, Bob Iger said at the same time that this isn't going to stop Disney from still creating their standalone ESPN app mm-hmm. in 2025. Um, it was supposed to come out this year, but it's been pushed back and everything. So mm-hmm. um, I believe what they're trying to do is right now they want to have games on streaming because TV is essentially dead. But advertising, yeah. advertisement, you get the most money from live sports because people know exactly what you're watching, so they're willing to pay for that. Um, yeah. But by yourself, like a Disney by itself or Warner Brothers by itself, they won't be able to afford, or it will be an astronomical price to try to get the streaming rights to like NBA and mm-hmm. NFL yeah. because it's going to be a bidding war because you're also going against tech giants like Apple mm-hmm. and Google and Microsoft. Oh. These, yep, these, these people mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. buy up whatever they want at whatever price they want. And a, like a company like Warner Brothers, they're $55 billion in debt. Disney, they're you know losing money also with the streaming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fox, they're only held on by their streaming. I mean, by their <laughs> their, their, their Fox Sports. So Yeah, that's um, it. Because this, Fox... Because they sold their Disney. So... <laughs> All they have is their broadcast channel and their yeah. sports. Um, so putting those all together, that's like you going to a Airbnb. Instead of you mm-hmm. doing Airbnb by yourself, you bring two other people, the price is cheaper for everybody. I'm and everybody gets that fun. Right, so exactly. I'm definitely bringing doing. people on board. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> hey, yeah, everybody coming. The more people to marry yeah. because I need to pay yeah. like $10 versus like $100. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, um, most definitely. This is this is gonna be this is gonna be crazy, and also this new service, whatever it's gonna be called, is also mm. still gonna be able to be bundled with Disney Plus and Hulu. So it looks like Disney's the one taking charge of all of this, which makes sense because they are ESPN. Um, yeah, Warner Brothers also is using their Bleacher Report, and they're gonna add a nine ninety nine add on for sports 
to their yeah. max service. So if you want a max with sports, it's going to be an extra $10 yeah. a month, I believe. Um, so they're still doing their own things separately, all three of them, and yeah. just doing the big, big stuff combined. You know, I'm not going to hold you. You know what I would love to see? I would love to see for Disney to take over Universal. Because I feel like, even Universal by NBC, I feel like that could be a potential merger. Um, even though NBC is technically, what, Comcast now? Yeah, Comcast, um, Comcast don't, they don't want to spend no money. So Right. They're, but Peacock is so cheap, and Peacock also, they found, they found, they was a, they was afraid and it was rumors and rumblings that they wanted to sell NBC. But yeah. after the NFL playoffs that happened and they did something that was crazy and mm-hmm. they made it where you need to have a Peacock subscription in order mm-hmm. to watch the playoff game. So yeah. they, what was the numbers? The numbers was something crazy, like, like bananas crazy that people didn't even believe that that would be possible. So them seeing those numbers, I'm pretty sure that halted mm-hmm most of the talks about getting rid of Peacock and how can we monetize future games and subscriptions. Because obviously the public was cool with it because X amount of dozens amount of millions of people, you know, either signed up or Mm -hmm. already have their service to watch it. So the streaming wars are still here, but Mm -hmm. it's not really a war anymore because as you see on Netflix, there's Warner Brothers stuff like Sex and the City and the DC movies Mm -hmm. and everything like that. Um, Like everybody's just trying to catch a dollar right now. So that's why when people talk about Microsoft's going multi-platform, like no, like HBO Max still has their certain exclusives on their thing, but whatever they consider is old, sure. If Netflix want to give me a bag for those old things for a little bit, I'll take it. Give me that mm-hmm. bag. Give me, y'all, y'all can watch it, but just know if you want to watch a sequel of those things, that's on Max. Come over, yeah. come over to Max, yeah, and you can watch those over here. Um, Cake and Eat It too. That's that's just the future right now. Cake and Eat It too. Yeah, definitely. Um, Disney also has some new things coming to the table. They have Moana two, which is sailing into theaters this November. Uh, the animated sequel follows Moana and friends on yet another journey at sea as they venture into the dangerous, long-lost waters of Oceana. It hits theaters on November the 27th. Yeah, I can't wait. I actually uh, watched Moana a billion and one times because my goddaughter loves this movie. Like, I, I went to go see her in Seattle, and that's all we watched. That's it. That's it. She would not let me watch anything else. Just Moana. Moana, Moana, Moana. So her birthday just passed. I just bought her a bunch of Moana stuff. And, yeah, I think Moana 2 is definitely going to be one for the children. We're going to be learning some new songs, adults, with, with that Moana 2. So I just get ready. Just get ready. That's all I can say. Yeah. Hitting theaters. The Rock posted the trailer on his Instagram. So I guess that confirms that he's reprising his role as the voice actor. Mm. And he's the Rock also has been all over the live action. So And I got working. a live action up and coming. Yeah. Ooh, so that's dope. double time. And, th- and okay. this also, Bob Iger said this was supposed to come out next year. But uh, actually, I'm I'm mistaken. He said this was originally a TV show for Disney mm-hmm. Plus. Um, but what mm. he saw it, he loved it so much that he gave them a little bit more money, turned it into a movie okay. to be released this year. 
Um, mm. So that's that's a lot. So he put right. stock in it, and that means hey, it's definitely worth to see. Yeah, definitely. What also is coming to Disney is Percy Jackson yes, season two. Percy Jackson author Rick Riordan shared a few words to commemorate the moment via Disney's Instagram. Quote, I can't wait to bring the next season of Percy Jackson to Disney Plus. Raise anchors. Hoist the mansell. All hands on deck. Demigods, we are heading for the sea of monsters. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely enjoying myself again. I'm only halfway, Buddha. Don't be trying to spoil anything out here for me. I'm only halfway. I'm only halfway. But tell me, what's your excitement level for this? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm. I'm hyped. I just hope that mm-hmm. since they saw it, um, they put a little bit more belief into it. Um, mm-hmm. The eight episode, thirty minute thing—that's not even a sitcom to me. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's more of a tease than anything. Uh, but yeah. other than that, yeah. like they follow the books as closely as you mm-hmm. can within thirty minute segments. But it was definitely compared to the books, it was definitely mm-hmm. rushed. But compared to the movies. Yeah, it was you know essential, definitely essential. I mean, here to me, this. I'm a, I'm a little confused why it's taking place because I was sitting here watching uh, Percy Jackson with my girl on Disney, and I'm confused because did it always take place in the Northeast? Like, I'm really confused by that. I thought that Percy Jackson and all of them were like in their own world. Like, why are they coming over to Earth? No, like they. That's the whole thing of it all is that the gods have been around this whole time. Mm-hmm having children and having demigods this whole time and Mm. it's just been this rule that the three most powerful gods they were banned from having kids because their kids you know would be the strongest out of all of them and would you know basically the rules of a gods is that gods can't do certain things so the demigods can because they have their mortal blood in them so they're able Mm. to be used and manipulated by the gods to do the things that the gods can't do. Like, you know, the story with, with like Hercules and yeah, um, yeah. You know, things like that. They were pushed like, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So those type of stories is like, hey, like they sending the, them on quest because they're not allowed. They're forbidden, but their kids aren't. So that's where they go around having a mm. bunch of kids. And then the magic realm and the human realm are yeah. the same. They're intertwined, but it's just that humans can't see it. And so I've, I'm really liked how... They blended all of that and made it modern because, you know, we're in 2024. So the books wasn't set in 2024. So this a little bit more modern way of. Yeah, I feel like like that. It's a little bit more modern. Yeah, Yeah, I I like like it. It makes way more sense than Mm -hmm. if it was to come out when the movies came out. The movies was more like a fantastical kind of thing. This is more like a fantastical grounded if that makes sense like yeah it's, yeah it's rooted in a somewhat reality because we're seeing it from percy's perspective okay um, because he was brought up as a mortal but his mom also was leaving breadcrumbs and easter eggs while he was being yeah. grown up and taught and taught certain things you'll see like it's it's an amazing story amazing okay and the okay. cast they did the cast justice the cast was the okay. truth Okay, okay, I'm okay. I'm happy for it. I'm happy. Um, we also got some more Disney news for you with the entertainment. We're gonna run this down real quick. 
So Disney and Twitter are in a little bit of a shamble right now. Uh, Elon Musk is preparing for more drama as he is backing Gina Carano, who is suing Disney after she took to Twitter to post what she wanted and the dislikes she didn't uh, that she had with Disney. Uh, she says, the thing is, I never even used aggressive language. I shared thought-provoked quotes pictures, memes, and occasionally I use my own words, not with aggression, but with respect and occasional comedy to keep the mood light in dark times. So Twitter lawyers reached out to my girl was like, yo, you are protected by free speech. You Disney can't be doing this. And um, right now she is suing for wrongful discharge uh, and sex discrimination and wants the court to force Lucas film to recast her and pay her at least $75,000 plus punitive damages. So, yeah, Disney got a lot going on right now. They got a, a, a lot going on right now. They 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 got some highs and they got the lows right now. So, I, mean, I wish her the best, you know, um but it ain't happening. Cuz you signed yeah. a mm -hmm. what was it? She was on for two seasons. I think so. Season. Whatever. She signed her contract for the X amount of seasons that she had. Mm -hmm. And you have to choose whether you're going to, you know, it's up to the employer to choose if they're going to renew your contract or not. Mm. It's not like you was under contract and they terminated your contract because of your tweets or whatever. Mm. Yeah, you will have merit if that was the case. But if your yeah. contract was over because the season was over and you only had a per season or two season order, that's yeah. just on them. Yeah. You just to get rehired. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. I wish her the best. Uh, keep fighting that. Keep, keep fighting, fighting that good, good fight. fight. Yes, sir. Exactly. <laughs> and last but not least, we're going to talk about a TikTok user bringing. Uh, finding a 46-year-old ticket and entering Disney World. This ticket was originally worth $8. Uh, Matthew Abelie shared a uh, short uh, TikTok on TikTok sharing that he went to the park, was 46 years old. He was scared it wasn't going to come in. He ended up getting in, so shout out to him. And um, it was from 1978. And in today's money, that would be worth $164. Mm. So if you're listening right now, ask your grandma, ask your grandpa, ask your sister, cousin, uncle, mom, dad, uh, a second relative, third relative, if they have any Disney tickets out here and it doesn't have an expiration date, possibly can be getting into Disney for free 99 That's if you haven't crazy. used the tickets. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we got one article for technology for you today. We're going to be talking about how Apple is developing foldable clamshell iPhones. And this is going to be from Reuters. We're going to run down this quickly for you today so you can be situated for your technology. Yes, sir. So Apple has been exploring foldable iPhones as early as 2018 and currently has at least Two active prototypes of models that are fold like clamshells. Talk to us, Buddha. What's going on with this? Hey, man. Apple, you know, they're trying to do the, the, the flip game with mm -hmm. the Samsung Flip and the Motorola Razor. Um, they've been working on this for a while, as you see, from 2018. 
they still haven't mm-hmm. came out because you know Apple wants to make sure that when they do something, they do it premium and pristine. Mm-hmm. So they don't want no creases. They don't want you know it to be um, fragile and everything, which has been reports of their early folds and early flips and stuff. But mm-hmm. as you as you know, I have a fold, and my mom yeah. has a flip. Um, yeah, and yours is like big time. Like it folds yeah. out like a whole iPad. Like that yeah. thing fire. Like yeah. I really want one. <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my baby. I don't think I can get a regular phone, even though I still have an iPhone. That's my other phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and my mom. This is her second flip, so she's been flipping for the past couple of years now. And okay, yeah, okay. that's that's where you know phones phones is continuing to go. But I don't believe Apple's gonna make a a f- opening phone. That opens to a tablet because that'll cannibalize their iPad iPad market, and that's not something they want to do. Mm, yeah, I feel like they're going to be competing with themselves technically uh, versus iPad Mini versus the iPad versus the iPad Pro. Like, there's yeah. a lot going on. Yeah, so you'll have uh, like a a mini iPhone that'll open up into mm. a full iPhone, and also Apple's working on a folding iPad which is yeah. close it it closes into an ipad mini and when you open mm-hmm. it it opens into an ipad pro or maybe even a regular mm. ipad so that right there is innovation and we shouldn't expect that until after you know 2027 2028 Ooh. Um, the earliest so we'll see i love i love that new technology i love it Keep it coming. Yes, Let's sir. see what it do. If it, if it even really comes to fruition. Because they're all be still prototypes. Samsung's on their sixth generation of their Fold and their sixth generation of their Flip. And there's other companies like OnePlus that's out there and Huawei that's out there making their mm-hmm. folding phones. So the technology is mm-hmm. there. Apple just wants to get a little bit further for them to put their stamp of approval on it. Mm. And you were telling me that Apple was planning to release the foldable iPhone by 2025. Do you think that's still on schedule till today? No, I'm pretty sure it's pushback. I'm pretty sure we're looking at 2028 at the Mm. earliest for any type of folding anything from Apple, Mm. Um, especially with the Vision Pro that they released. I think that's going to be their major focus from here on out. They want you to to they want to shrink that down. Mm-hmm. as small as they can to if they can make it resemble like how snapchat has their you know ray-ban glasses and stuff yeah. they could yeah. shrink that down that's apple's goal so that's mm-hmm. their focus for now that's crazy everybody really rocking the vision pros driving and all people are wild yeah, nowadays wild. Uh, I'm, <laughs> i don't know the, it's gonna take somebody to crash for them to be like you can't yeah. your vision bro driving i mean yeah that, that's yeah. that's ridiculous wild times we're living in well speaking of wild times we're going to hit that rapid fire rapid fire rapid fire we're going to run down these topics real quick everything that's going on with gaming entertainment and technology first we're going to be talking about how gamestop dropped a tweet saying join us 210 for xbox demo day come play new games on xbox on the xbox series x and s plus explore the benefits of microsoft game pass so this is breaking news that uh, GameStop actually messed up, and uh, this was their own little thing, and it's not going to be called Microsoft Game Pass. It's only going to be called Xbox Game Pass from here on out. So, yeah, I mean, Microsoft Game Pass sounds good. It's it it. If I was a mm-hmm. if 
if they if the report wasn't as accurate as it was, I mean, it would be plausible, mm-hmm. especially all the rumors of them going multi-platform and them having a business announcement update next week, changing it from yeah. Xbox Game Pass to Microsoft Game Pass. Um, yeah. And then people could be like, oh, you see, they're trying to get rid of the Xbox brand name and everything like that. Um, mm. I don't it's think so. Yeah, it's, it's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> Uh, Toys for Bob's Office by Activision could possibly be shutting down. There are reports of the studio moving to a smaller location with little layoffs. No official word yet, but this studio has made Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, and Skylander series. Um, I don't think this is really happening, uh, but there has been no official word. But you were telling me that somebody from Windows Central Gaming had said something about this. Yeah, Jess Corden from Windows Central tweeted out that he heard that Toys for Bob mm. was not shutting down. So mm-hmm. they maybe they did have layoffs, but mm-hmm. they aren't shutting down from his reporting. So mm. take that for what he will. Sheesh. Speaking of shutting down, Elon Musk might want to shut down Twitter after this because advertisers have slashed spending on Twitter slash X by more than 55% ahead of this weekend's Super Bowl 58. Wow, 58%? Elon Musk spent billions on Twitter. Capital now it's B. worth like <laughs> nothing. Wild. Yeah, that's, that's sad. I'll be sick if I was Yeah. Sick. Chiefs 49ers, who you got, Buddha? I don't, I don't talk about football. Woo! That's <laughs> not happening. Not yeah. happening. Yeah, hey, I'll, yo. Talk to me about football in August. I don't want to talk about that. Oh. <laughs> I have nothing but... I want to talk about nice things for football. I don't have nothing nice to uh-oh. say. Uh-oh. 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 Talk to us. Talk to us. Uh, Hell Divers 2 is only targeting 1080p 60 frames per second. My boy Cheeto hit me with this information. Apparently, it looks blurry at 4K if you do not switch your settings. They do have a 4K 30 FPS mode for quality mode. For comparison, Helldivers 2 is about 100 gigabytes versus Starfield at about 140 gigabytes on PC and 127 gigabytes on Xbox Series X and S. Now, I'm sorry. Uh, Helldivers 2 was supposed to kind of be like Starfield, and I have seen nobody leave honest reviews on Helldivers 2 on PS5 and PC, but when Starfield dropped on Xbox, everybody had something to say. Yeah, I mean, it was a generation, it was supposed to be a generational game. So, generational game, people wanted the next Skyrim, people were playing Skyrim for years upon years, and they wanted to do that in space. And a lot of people felt left out, and let down, and left out of the entire Bethesda experience. So, mm. it left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. And also, on the other side, there's a lot of, you know, fanboyism. Uh, it wasn't mm-hmm. on your platform so you know i'm gonna trash and you know downvote that video because i don't get access to it so it's a, it's a, it's crazy. a lot of combinations going on out there with yeah that. yeah i mean listen i need both sides to hear it that hell divers 2 probably wasn't that great starfield might not been that great but please do not play sides keep it fair come on keep it fair please keep it fair, keep it fair. Uh, um i would like to dabble in the to hell divers, see what it's like, you know, co-op. I'm always mm-hmm. down for some co-op PVE hey. type of games. So, we might have to get on okay. Steam. I'm just saying. Yeah, definitely on Steam. Let's let's see how it goes. <laughs> we'll check it out. Definitely. Check it out. Definitely. 
And if you want us to check it out, make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell because we will be streaming on this channel. We'll be dropping the clips on this channel soon and we'll have the YouTube shorts. If you're listening on Apple and Spotify, we got some giveaways coming for y'all. Again, we do have some giveaways coming on YouTube and follow us on all our social medias, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. We have giveaways coming out on that too. 24 giveaways for the year of 2020. Four. We yep. definitely appreciate y'all for tuning in. We love y'all and please keep supporting us. Yep. We are at the GET Network on all relevant social media platforms. We can't thank first. you enough. And we appreciate your time. Until next time. Peace. Stay blessed. Peace. <laughs>